0: Let's crank into the mashing pumpkins first.
1: Andy, I dare you to not like one of these beers. I dare you. (laughs) You're fucking on. It's not that bad when you dump
2: them together. (laughs) Please tell me you got that.
1: (laughs) That might be the cold (laughs) open. You've stumbled on into the Tap Takeover Podcast. Alright, welcome back to the Tap Takeover Podcast tasting episode. We did this last year. This is our uh, our second annual trapes Through Jesus' Pumpkin Patch. Uh, Jesus is the pumpkin beer collector in our group. He, he loves to collect these. He's got beers from over the years, uh, pumpkin-flavored, pumpkin-spiced, all kinds of different pumpkin uh, added to his beers. And this one is Jesus' Pumpkin Patch Part 2 now with 100% more Jim. You didn't ask for it. You didn't want it. But we got more Jim on this episode than we've ever had in Hazes' Pumpkin Patch. So Jim, tell us about our beer today.
3: Our beer today is the Imperial Pumpkin by Southern Tier. It is a 8.6% ale uh, with uh, pumpkin and natural flavors.
1: Now, Jesus, was this uh, this most recent year? Has this one been kind of aged in your cellar? I I know you like to do that experimental pumpkin aging. Yeah, this
0: is actually from last year. Okay. So we're keeping that over um, just to see how it falls off. What I'm finding, and maybe that's because I love pumpkin beers, I don't think they're falling off. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're still great. I love the sweetness, I love the spice. I still think it's a great beer. Now, Jesus,
1: you you introduced my love of pumpkin beers. I I didn't love them at first. You introduced me to some really, really good ones. Uh, We had a great time on Jesus' Pumpkin Patch uh, 2017. Um, Jim, you weren't there for that one. Uh, Andy, you were. And uh, I believe it was your least favorite tasting of the entire year. What do you think of this first beer? God
2: damn it. Jim said the beer, not the first beer. So this is the beer of the episode. Pumpkin beers are—they're uh, bullshit. I hate them. It's just me. But thanks for listening to the Tap a podcast. Fuck you, man!
0: Oh, this is the pumpkin episode. We just getting started.
1: Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. We, we may have the brought pumpkin you patch here. got bigger. <laughs> we may have brought you here under false pretenses and told you there was just going to be one beer. Uh, we got. Seven more to go, motherfucker. <laughs> You're drinking the lightest one, by the
0: way. So, so uh, your, th- your thoughts on the first
1: one. <laughs> yeah, your thoughts on the first one. Southern Tier Pumpkin. It's just not good. It's just
2: <laughs> not good to me. Uh, what, do
1: you th- uh, what do you think of the aging? Has the aging done anything for the beer? I feel like some of the pumpkin flavors have kind of fallen off a little bit, so this might be a little more approachable. Did we drink this in the last pumpkin episode? <laughs> we
2: did not. <laughs> we did a year not. ago? The, nope. No, it well, probably still tastes just as bad. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I just, I hate that I don't like pumpkin.
1: I think this is pretty good, and I think after a year, I, I think some of this, the the flavors have settled down. This is a very approachable pumpkin beer after even a year. I like it fresh, you know. I'm I'm no I'm, I'm not averse to the uh, the pumpkin right off the right off the vine. Uh, also, the rum king, if you can uh, get your hands on that, also a fantastic beer where it's been rum barrel aged. Jesus, what, what do you think of this one?
0: No, I think it's great, man. It, it's uh, but you're right. Just that little bit. So the thing about pumpkin beers, right? It's the sweetness. And the spice, right? This one, the sweetness actually has fallen off. So you still get that spice. It's a, it's an ale. It still has that uh, kind of maltiness to it. I still think it's a solid beer. Jim, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I'm not quite to your level, Jesus, but I love a good pumpkin beer, man. So, uh, <laughs> oh this is, boy,
1: three against four,
0: three against one, <laughs> and three against four. No, yeah, so <laughs> you are all wrong. So the
3: spice is still pretty strong on this one, uh, but there's a really great grain bread uh, notes to the aroma uh, that still carry over where kind of the malt and that sweetness has dropped off. But yeah, aging it a year has done. Okay. I, I don't know if it's improved it at all, but probably drink it fresh. Not
1: necessarily a beer that I would age, but uh, it's been a fun experiment. All right, so uh, Jesus, uh, tell us about uh, the other beers that we're going to be tasting. And uh, if you want to give them to us uh, kind of in the order that we're going to be doing them, uh, I think that would help our listeners.
0: Well, I'm not going to lie. This is very Missouri heavy (laughs) because I, I uh, I love Schlafly, and I love their pumpkin beer. I think it's one of the best ones. And actually, this actually was inspired from the Great Taste episode. When Stephen Hale, uh, the brewer at Schlafly, actually mentioned the pumpkin stout beer, so last trip I uh, took to St. Louis, I got one of those. So I have the pumpkin stout, the pumpkin ale, the regular one, and the barrel-aged pumpkin ale. It's called from their ibex Cybe- or from their ibeck cellar series. So I've never had any of those beers. Actually, you got this for me, Alex. Well, um, I, got,
1: I got that uh, barrel-aged one, but uh, yeah, it was really fun talking with Steven at uh, Great Taste in the Midwest, and he mentioned how he loves a pumpkin beer, but he loves pouring it into a stout and kind of mixing the two, and that's kind of where this uh, pumpkin stout came
0: yeah, from. Yeah, and I never had it, so I'm excited to try it. So it in Missouri, we're going to do O'Fallon's. We got their pumpkin beer and their vanilla pumpkin, and then we're bringing it local with uh, Badger State's uh, pumpkin beer. It's called Mashing Pumpkins. Great name. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> and then one of my favorites uh, all time is the Lakefront their, uh, Barrel-Aged Pumpkin Imperial Ale which is uh, a nice way to finish it or a terrible way to finish it if you're Andy. Yeah, so we
1: got uh, we got some friends of the show here, uh, Stephen Hale, who we hope to get down and uh, have him on the show. Andy, how excited are you about this pumpkin tasting?
2: I think for my benefit, we're going to have to test uh, Stephen's theory about pouring the pumpkin beer into a stout.
1: All right, well, let's start with that one.
0: <laughs> All right, good call, Alex. Let's start with that one. Let's do the uh, pumpkin stout. So, Andy, I want to hear your
2: thoughts first. Worse than the first. <laughs> Just not my thing. Just not my thing. There's a better mouthfeel to this one, but the taste is just just not there for me. It's it's like pumpkin that sat out a little bit too long before you put it in a pie. It's not good to me. Then again, pumpkin's not my thing. Some people like it, but uh, some people hate it.
0: Well, pumpkin is my thing, but <laughs> I actually am kind of leaning towards you. I'm not so high on this one. I love the nose. It's, uh, it's a, such a good smell, but it's... It's a pumpkin style, but that spiciness and that sweetness is not there for me. It's more stout than pumpkin.
1: Yeah, I almost need like 20% more pumpkin on this one. You know, I've tried the Warlock. Is that a a pumpkin porter? You know, also Southern Tier, which was our first beer. That one I like a little more than this because they they kind of pump it full of a little more pumpkin flavor. I can see where Stephen Hale is coming from, where if you're just getting into pumpkin beers, this is a pretty good, you know, kind of a gateway drug, you know, if if you like stouts and it gives you just that tinge (laughs) of pumpkin, but... Uh, no, I, I would still I would go full pumpkin.
3: Yeah, it needs more pumpkin.
1: <laughs> like Christopher Walken needed more cowbell. This beer needs more pumpkin. We just yeah.
2: add the, the aftertaste on this one is just uh, yeah, I, I it just lingers and for me it's just atrocious.
1: Yeah,
0: I just but yeah, I, I always think of it as like different. You know, you, you smell it, you taste it, then that aftertaste. The smell is. I really love that that nose. The That's a great. That, yeah, that aftertaste isn't there, and then it's just not enough. It's just not enough pumpkin like for me.
2: Two percent of malort in that thing. Yeah.
0: Before we're too critical about that pumpkin stout one, let's try that base pumpkin beer from Schlafly. It's their uh, their special release one. comes out every year, and apparently they make ones. If we lived in St. Louis, we'd get one every once in a while. They come out with different styles on its own. It's uh, it's actually still a pretty big beer. Eight percent alcohol.
1: And this was pretty fresh. You were just out in uh, St. Louis recently, is yep. that right? Yep,
0: I was just there uh, a few weeks ago, so this is uh, pretty fresh. All right, Jim, what do you think about the the base beer?
3: I really like the base beer. It's got a great nose to it. A really great multi-base it's spiced well. This is a really good pumpkin It's beer. a good balance, right? Yes. Uh, and it, it's a little big for most pumpkin beers, but it's pretty tasty.
1: Now, Jim, uh, how do you think this compares to the, the second beer, or excuse me, the third beer from Schlafly, which is the, the Ibex Cellar? And can you tell us a little bit about that cellar aging?
3: Yeah, so Ibex Cellar is a special release of beers from Schlafly. <laughs> Ibex Cellar is a special room that they have just underneath the tap room. And these are a series of specially handcrafted beers. They're mostly barrel-aged, but they're all very special to Schlafly. So this particular beer has been barrel-aged, and the barrel-aging really has added some complexity to it. Uh, Andy, you got uh, a winner here? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I
2: like this one a, a little bit more than the, you know, the base is, is a little bit better than... Uh, the bigger one we tried and it's just still not doing it for me it's an improvement but uh he can't approve on bad
1: <laughs> so not a <laughs> fan of the the base pumpkin what do you think about the ibex seller
2: the ibex i could actually get behind it's toned down and everything's melded correctly as far as my taste buds go, and there's always you know, a certain percentage of people who hit absolutely a, a horror pumpkin beers, and I just happen to be one of them. <laughs> uh, but this one, I could, I could maybe drink two of, you know, and uh, two thanks. dozen? No, no, like okay. two.
1: Oh, it sounds like somebody's two. coming to pumpkin, Jesus! <laughs> Ab- absolutely not, Alex. We're not absolutely done yet. Absolutely not. <laughs> No, it sounds like you definitely have a preference. Uh, I, I also agree with you. I, I think the base uh, pumpkin is better than the pumpkin stout, and that's just because it's got a little more pumpkin. It tastes more like a pumpkin ale to me. Uh, but the Ibex Cellar one, it, it adds that little bit of vanilla, that little bit of char, that little bit of whiskey. Um, that's a, a much better beer. I don't know. Something about a barrel-aged pumpkin beer really appeals to me. Kind of like a, a holiday stout that's been barrel-aged and brand Brandy Barrels, like the Lakefront one does, like that barrel aging kind of adds a little something to uh, kind of a, a spice flavored beer i say
2: this, I mean, all these beers are going to be pumpkin forward, but this puts the correct amount of pumpkin on your palate with a nice mix of other things. It's not a, pumpkin's not a huge percentage of what you're tasting.
3: Yeah, as you were saying, Andy, every, the flavors are melded much more. I think that's the aging in the barrel. And so that spice isn't in your face like it is in, in some of these other beers. It's much more approachable.
1: We should also say that the Ibex Cellar one has been aged about a year in Jesus' cellar. So uh, it was aged in a in a cellar in a barrel, and then aged in the cellar uh, at the uh, Solid Non Fail Studios. Ooh. So it, it it's it's kind of melded in, like those. What did we say? Those flavors have fallen into the beer a little bit. So uh, Jesus, where uh, where are we heading to next? What's uh... Well we're not going very far. We're next... staying.
0: We're staying in Missouri. It's The next step on our pumpkin pasture. Uh, a a short Uber drive to O'Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna try their uh, base pumpkin beer and their vanilla pumpkin. So it's uh, they also do like a whole variety of pumpkin beers so i got two of them because i you know i didn't want andy to start running out of my house so <laughs> so we're only gonna do two but these are uh these are some fun ones so let's crack into the first one the base beer all right so the base beer of the o'fallon pumpkin ale yeah mm-hmm. i fe- almost feel like andy right now not really my favorite pumpkin beer it just doesn't have that complexity of the the schlafly or the other ones we've tried uh, yeah it just, after southern
1: tier and schlafly yeah. i'm I, it's like pumpkin soda? It, it, <laughs> it really
3: is. It's a very light base ale with not much spice. And Is that a lager? Yeah, right. I mean, it might be. I mean, it, it's but got it's, that
1: sort of complexity. You know, not, not a lot.
3: But <laughs> even like the base... Uh, lakefront pumpkin beer is a lager I and mean, that's pretty flavorful this is just
0: yeah i guess i shouldn't say pumpkin, pumpkin ale it's a pumpkin, it's a pumpkin beer but it, mm-hmm. i just don't so think there's any complexity no uh the spice isn't there i don't think there's much of a malt backbone it just doesn't uh doesn't do it for me
1: that's yeah this i i would say this is the least successful of any of the ones that we've tried even the year old uh, uh southern tier i i thought had more flavor than this one and this is Fairly fresh, right? Uh, Oh yeah, this this,
0: is. I just got this in the same trip, Uh, so it's just uh, it's it's not there. I we're eager to hear Andy's thoughts. I hesitate to even. So we shit on it. So Andy, what do you have
2: to say? Well, it's it's not good, (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> it's like pumpkin soda and pumpkin cream Spoiler soda. Alert. It's like bad and fucking terrible. Okay, you know, so you figured it out. <laughs> so you
0: went right to the vanilla. I guess the vanilla at least had a little bit of sweetness to it but it, too much sweetness for yeah. my
3: way too much sweetness. And Andy nailed it with the cream soda reference. It is I'm getting so much cream soda.
1: Oh yeah. If the first one was just pumpkin soda, this one is definitely cream soda with with a hint of pumpkin. Like they they passed a pumpkin through it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what, take that pumpkin out and make it into some fucking root beer and it'd be delicious. You know what? As I drink this, though, what surprises me as I look through all these beers, is that none of them are brewed with lactose. You would think that, you know, I mean, when I think of a pumpkin beer or when I think of a pumpkin pie, it's got some whipped cream on it, and that adds that extra creaminess, that kind of milkiness to it. And I don't see any beers with that. And That's interesting. Milkiness. Right? I, mean, I mean, milk, milk, milkiness. Milkiness. really think we can get Eco
0: Park to do a little?
3: I, I think Eagle Park's next idea, the uh, Jim, know, Jim's milkshake the pumpkin, pumpkin beer. Milkshake? Jim's pumpkin <laughs> milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're gonna launch them.
1: Jim's campaigning hard for the pumpkin like milkshake. <laughs> uh, let us know if you like that idea and uh, but you're right. a lot of, that done.
0: But actually that's a good point. A lot of the yeah. description does say it's uh it's a pumpkin pie in a bottle. But you're right. It doesn't have that mouthfeel, it doesn't have the there's a it, no it nice there's no whipped cream on these. I mean
3: yeah. You gotta gotta get a little whipped cream on your pumpkin pie. Okay, yeah. so
0: I think we are all in agreement. Uh, that do, do we have any? Uh,
1: okay, at least do we have a preference between the two? Uh, do you prefer? I, I think I prefer the vanilla over the base. Just it's pref- got a little the, a little more flavor, but I prefer nuts. the vanilla
0: just because it has flavor. I just do not think <laughs> the other one has anything for me.
3: Uh, I think I like the base because it it's the lack of flavor and the vanilla is just weird to me. Because it's not vanilla, it's something just weird. Andy, well, which do you prefer? I hate them both, but uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck it, vanilla. All
1: right. Jesus. Uh, he's coming to pumpkin Jesus. <laughs> I, th- I think he's left pumpkin Jesus. Okay. All right, Jesus, uh, next stop on the, uh, the pumpkin tour in the pumpkin patch.
0: Okay, we're jumping on that Greyhound, coming back home. We got to come back home. So we're going to do the Badger State Mashing Pumpkins, and we're going to Old Reliable, uh, one of my favorites, the Lakefront, the Pumpkin Imperial Ale, barrel-aged. So let's... Uh, oh. Let's crank into the Mashing Pumpkins first.
1: Andy, I dare you to not like one of these beers. I dare
0: you. (laughs) You're fucking on.
2: It's not that bad when you dump them together. (laughs) Please tell me you got that. (laughs) That might be the cold open.
0: (laughs) All right, Mashing Pumpkins. Wow. Our friends at Badger State really did it again. This has been sitting in my cellar, honestly, for a year. And I thought it was going to fall off compared, you know, to the other beers we've had that have been sitting here for a year. But this is—it feels like its it's just been off the line. It is really good. It's—it's—it's it's, it's fantastic.
1: I'll tell you what—the the crazy part about this one is that uh, uh, Jim looked this one up on the internet, and it looks like it's coming in at five point eight percent. That's—that's uh, a story on the internet, which is not typically an ageable beer in your cellar. And I feel like this one is coming in. Really nicely after a year of age Yeah,
0: nothing is different from the first time I had it last year. I think it's the same.
1: That's that's well done on uh, on Badger State's part, Jim. What are you getting out of this one? Uh,
3: they crushed this. This is unbelievable. I'm getting huge, big pumpkin kind of yam gourd flavors up front. The base malt is fantastic, uh, and this is a year old. Is it, it at five eight? This is unbelievable. This yeah. is crazy.
0: I see Andy over there with a three quarter chub. Andy, what do you think?
3: <laughs> Maybe a half.
2: <laughs> but no mashing pumpkins is it's 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 hitting the mark for what it is honestly Ooh. it's uh I'd say the best of the night for me
1: coming to pumpkin jesus you
2: know followed by uh <laughs> we're not done yet so <laughs> we're almost done we're not there yet <laughs> I'm just summing it up because I'm done after <laughs> this. <laughs> 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 no, no, there's only one more. Come on. No, so uh, Mashing uh,
1: Pumpkins got to be one of your favorites of the night. Mashing
2: Pumpkins, <laughs> Ibex, and then uh, the last one we're doing right now, the Lakefront Barrel Age Pumpkin Ale. It's just... Eh. What,
1: what do you think of the Lakefront uh, Pumpkin Ale? So this is a uh, side-by-side on this uh, portion of the episode. I, I think both of these are pretty fantastic. Both of these might be a couple of my favorites. See, but the lakefront
0: followed the rules that we kind of have heard, which is eight, over 8%. Lakefront? What would you say, Jim?
3: 13? Yeah, 13.8. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. So this this
0: can sit <laughs> for a while, you know?
1: Andy, what do you think of the lakefront? Uh, it's a barrel-aged version of their uh, pumpkin imperial ale.
2: To me, I mean, they discoed the, the holiday spice. It tastes like they put pumpkin into that.
1: No, you like the pumpkin, uh, the holiday spice, correct?
2: It was okay. It's just not my thing, the things that go into it, but it tastes like they put the pumpkin into it for this one.
1: No, no that was a, a fun episode. We got to sit down with uh, Russ uh, right before Black Friday last year and sit down and do a, a, kind of a, a vertical of uh, crazy old uh, holiday spice beers. Did you think they got better as they got older? And how do you think that applies to their uh, their pumpkin amp period? We yeah, were just judging
2: how they held up, to be honestly, I mean, honest with you. Those type of spices just aren't my thing. I thought the majority of them held up well on the episode. Some of them didn't. It's just For pumpkin beers, you know, this is middle of the pack tonight uh Terrible, you know. I always go by the saying, you know, every, every, every time a pumpkin beer gets... Uh, Drunk, uh, you know, kitten dies. (laughs) But it's... Okay. All right. So, Jim... Just move on. Just move on. Okay.
1: So, 100% more Jim on this episode. Uh, Jim, uh, tell us what you think about these two pumpkin
3: beers. Yeah, as I said, the Badger State is is absolutely fantastic. It's so full-flavored. It is really pumpkin pie in a glass. The uh, barrel-aged version of uh, the pumpkin ale... By lakefront, it's definitely dropped off the the kind of pumpkiny flavor, but the barrel aging has added some complexity to it. Uh, it's pretty good.
1: Are, are both of these uh, about a year old, Jesus?
3: Yeah, actually,
0: both of them are a year old.
1: Yeah, I, I gotta say, both these uh, both these beers are really holding up nicely.
0: And it's really nice that amongst my favorites are the two local ones. You know, I love Schlafly, and I think they made some great stuff. But these two came in pretty pretty damn
2: hard. Didn't? So for me. I'm glad this goddamn for me, experience for is Andy. over <laughs> <laughs> lot of no. it's, it's, it's the worst time of the year on the Tap Takeover podcast for Andy But I will say that, that Mashing Pumpkins <laughs> stood out And so did the Ibex series from uh, Schlafly. The rest uh, No the, love d- on the lakefront? The rest I don't care <laughs>
1: <laughs> did we ruin your piece of uh, pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving this you year?
2: Absolutely ruin <laughs> Thanksgiving. You absolutely ruined
0: You
1: ruined today, day, you ruined tomorrow. There's
2: more, I mean, but I will say the mashing pumpkins, I think what did do that for me for that beer was there was more cinnamon in that than any other beer, I believe. All right, so That's Jesus, what it tasted like.
1: Jesus, high five. We uh, we ruined Andy's piece of pumpkin pie again this year. Uh, Jim, high five. You were part yeah. of it. Awesome. <laughs> That's our goal every year. Okay, so let's, let's go through uh, some of these beers and kind of break them down on how we would rate them. For me... I think it, uh, it starts with the Ibex. I think that was the best one I had all day. And after that, it's definitely the Mashing Pumpkins from uh, from Badger State. Uh, the fact that that one held on after a year as well as it has at such a low ABV, such great flavors. That That's amazing that they were able to do that. Right after that, it's the Lakefront. Then I would go with the, uh, the Schlafly, the base beer and then i would go with the uh, the pumpkin from southern tier and then at the very end is going to be the O'Fallon. both the vanilla and the base beer neither one quite made it for me jim uh, how, how would you go for these guys
3: for me badger state comes in one uh it's so flavorful a lot of these it, with the aging uh, some of the flavors have fallen off a touch uh, but not the badger state it's still totally in your face and then I'm with you with the Ibex, the barrel aging. It's very complex. Uh, it's still got a lot of pumpkin flavor going on. It's mildly spiced. And then from there, I think probably the base of the Schlafly, the lakefront barrel aged, and then the Imperial Pumpkin, and then, yeah, everything else. Jesus, what's your rating on these?
0: I guess for me, like I look at it as a pure pumpkin beer. I think the pumpkin ale, the, the Ibex cellar, is a better beer but it's too, um, it's not a bad thing, but it's just too much barrel, too much sweetness, too much like aging. If I, When I think of pumpkin beers, I think of that Mashing Pumpkins. That Badger State really held up, and I, I'm just shocked that it's that low in ABV. So
1: that, that's two for uh, the yeah. Mashing Pumpkins. So I would go for... that
0: number one, and then uh, then I would go Ibex Cellar. Um, the base beer for pumpkin, uh, for Schlafly, the pumpkin ale, is. Just, I, I mean, that's just the one that kind of got me going on this. And then the uh, lakefront, then it would go Southern Tier, and that Schlafly Pumpkin Stout just was, it, it disappointed me. I just never had it before, but it just didn't do what I thought it was going to do, you know, for, for me. And then, of course, O'Fallon just brings it brings it all at the end, because I just I just did not find anything there, so...
1: So, Andy, uh, you know, when I tried uh, sour beers for the first time, you know, I, I had a lot of trouble with them. I've kind of come around, but uh, I could always say that, you know, this isn't necessarily the beer for me, but uh, I can understand what people like. And and I appreciate that you've gone through this pumpkin patch and, and tried to pick out flavors that you like and flavors that you don't, even though you don't like most of those flavors. Um, so how, how would you rate these? According to a pumpkin beer flavorist, even though you may not be one.
2: Well, I can say just what I said uh, right before all you guys rated up Mashing Pumpkins, the Ibex, and don't care. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right,
1: I, I gone in a different direction than not what my I- thing. <laughs> I mean, the,
2: the the Badger State Mashing Pumpkins, yes, that that stood out just like it did for you to, you guys.
3: But that flavor profile just isn't my thing. It's just not. It's a very strong flavor profile to begin with. So if, if you're not liking the nutmeg or the pumpkin spice and the cinnamon, it's just never going to be your thing. So
2: that's about all I got for right those because I can't do anything else with it. It's, <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, let's not, you know, let's put it to bed and uh, not speak of it till next uh, <laughs> October. Next year. October. <laughs>
1: All right, that seems fair. And it looks like we're out of beer anyway. (laughs) So we'll end the pumpkin patch. Uh, As fun as this little traipse through the pumpkin patch has been. Uh, So for me, for Alex.
3: I'm Jim.
0: Uh, Jesus, and we're just getting started. Motherfucker, there's two more. No, I'm just kidding. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you,
2: Jesus. Andy here, we're done.
1: (laughs) This has been another solid non-fail production.
3: There's no